This is the IEEE USA Podcast, Episode 6, a monthly program featuring news, information, and updates from IEEE USA headquarters in Washington, D.C. And now your host, Chris McMains. Thank you, John. Let's get right to the news. The 2015 IEEE USA Salary and Benefits Survey is out, and the news is good for IEEE members. Median income for electrotechnology and information technology professionals increased by more than 4% in 2014. This is the largest increase in the past five years. Looking at income from primary sources, salary, commissions, bonuses, and self-employment, for U.S. IEEE members working full-time in their job specialty, IEEE USA found that median income rose from $124,700 in 2013 to $130,000 in 2014. The results are based on survey responses from more than 10,000 people. Among specific job categories, those employed in communications technology once again enjoyed the highest median earnings, $150,000. They were followed by circuits and devices, $143,008, and signals and applications, $141,062. The lowest median incomes were reported by those in industrial applications, $120,000, systems and control, $119,572, and energy and power engineering, $116,175. Nominations are now open to become the IEEE, IEEE USA 2016 New Faces of Engineering. The program recognizes our next generation of engineering leaders and is open to IEEE members worldwide. Online applications are due by November 20th. Two divisions are offered. The professional edition is for IEEE members 30 or younger with outstanding career, educational, and volunteer accomplishments. In addition, judges will evaluate nominees based on their participation and accomplishments in professional activities. Particular consideration is given to work in IEEE technical societies. The winner will be featured in local and national media and on the Discovery website with a photo and brief statement of his or her accomplishments. The New Faces College Edition is open to third, fourth, and fifth year IEEE student members enrolled in a Bachelor of Science Engineering program. Applicants must have a minimum grade point average of 3.0 and self-nominations are permitted. The winner will receive a $500 scholarship, be featured in an ad in his or her college newspaper, and be recognized on the Discover E website and College Edition Facebook page. For more information on the new Faces of Engineering program and to nominate someone, go to discovere.org. That's discover with an E on the end, dot org backslash new faces. Now it's time for IEEE USA eBook Corner, highlighting new eBooks available to IEEE members. The first four of IEEE USA's award-winning women in engineering eBooks are now available in a specially priced first compilation volume. Introduced in 2014, the We eBook series has a distinct purpose to help narrow the gender gap between the numbers of men and women in engineering by providing the stories of female role models at various phases of their careers. 
except for the first volume, an overview of women in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics occupations. Each book is a first-hand account of how a notable contemporary woman engineer built her career. Each author discusses the challenges and opportunities she dealt with to both obtain her education and advance professionally. Jacqueline Nagel is an assistant professor of engineering at James Madison University in Harrisonburg, Virginia, and wrote the fourth book in the series. She describes the compilation as a conduit for learning from our mistakes, hardships, and triumphs to diagnose career circumstances and decisions, perform self-reflection, help unsure students find their way, and assist adult influencers, such as parents, counselors, and educators, with offering advice. These first four WE eBooks, published in 2014, have been honored this year with multiple awards from the communications industry, the Apex Award of Excellence, and three Silver Awards of Distinction from the Academy of Interactive and Visual Arts in the 21st Annual Communicator Awards. Nita Patel, who is IEEE Women in Engineering International Chair, wrote the first volume in the series. Her book, Women in Engineering, Book One, Inspire and Close the Gender Gap, explores the reasons why women are so underrepresented in STEM careers. She also recommends a variety of solutions, including providing strong female role models. The authors of books two, three, and four in the series are Maria Vlachapulu, a data data analyst program manager at Microsoft Corporation in Redmond, Washington, Sherry Gillespie, Ph.D., a Washington, D.C. technology management consultant and former executive with IBM and Motorola, and Nagel. Lachapulu's book, Women in Engineering, Book Two, Passion, Perseverance, and Making a Difference, discusses the many obstacles she had to overcome to pursue a technical career, limited pre-university opportunities to learn about technology in Greece, learning to use a personal computer for the first time as a university freshman, undergraduate studies in her second language, English, and changing both career and engineering directions while in graduate school. Vlachapulu was honored as the 2013 IEEE, IEEE USA New Face of Engineering for her contributions to smart grid research while employed by Pacific Northwest National Laboratory in Richland, Washington. In her book, Women in Engineering, Book 3, Passions Can Sustain You, A Personal Career History, Sherry Gillespie shares her career journey from stints as a high school physics teacher through extraordinary opportunities leading cross-organizational and international technology programs and serving for five years on the board of an international consortium. She was also an IEEE Congressional Fellow and served in the office of Senator Joseph Lieberman. Nagel's book, Women in Engineering, Book 4, Follow Your Curiosities, Finding Success Through Learning, recounts the financial challenges of obtaining her education, cooperative education experiences that introduced her to new engineering disciplines, and developing the right mindset to successfully complete graduate school. Jacqueline Nagel was recognized as the 2012 IEEE IEEE USA New Face of Engineering for her pioneering research in bio-inspired sensors and processes. Four more e-books in the series, books five through eight, have been published this year. The special price for Women in Engineering, Volume 1, books one through four, is $25 for members and $35 for non-members. Regular member and non-member prices for each of the eight we ebooks now available individually are seven ninety nine and nine ninety nine respectively. All the books are available and at shop.ieusa.org. 
Four more volumes are scheduled for publication in 2016. Collect them all and read about the journeys of these notable and courageous women engineers. In the IEEE USA Inside Spotlight, we bring you close up to a newsmaker or public figure with a quick one-on-one interview. This month, Chris talks to IEEE Director of Future Studies and Strategy, John Keaton. John recently attended a meeting at the State Department on the possibility of scientific collaboration between the United States and Cuba. President Barack Obama announced in July that the United States was reestablishing diplomatic relationships with Cuba and easing some travel restrictions. I'm here with John Keaton, Strategy and Future Studies Director for IEEE, and John recently attended on IEEE's behalf, an information session at the State Department looking at opportunities for scientific collaboration. John, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, What can you tell us about that meeting? Well, thank you, Chris. Yeah, the U.S. government is looking to increase collaboration between U.S. scientific and technical societies and comparable units in Cuba in science and technology. Uh, They're calling it science diplomacy, where we're using science and technology to open doors and improve diplomatic relations with Cuba, and then also trying to address some of the interests that Cuba has in, in technology and science. And you were telling me that it was a pretty well-attended event, a lot of professional societies and scientific organizations? I think there, there were about 40 people attending that were of science and technology background. About 24 professional societies were represented there, all the way from civil engineers to IEEE to American Chemical Society and a lot of other uh, different societies that serve the uh, technology profession. Mm-hmm. And I understand one of Cuba's real primary areas of interest is in infectious diseases. Uh, so anything kind of dealing with health, medicine, biomedical research, that type of thing. That's true. Uh, they have a real strength in that area of infectious diseases and, and anything bio-related. And so they're looking to leverage their strengths in collaboration so that they can come to the table as equal partners in any collaborative research projects. So they're, they are interested in infectious diseases, anything with health, medicine, medical informatics, uh, biomedical research, biotechnology, anything related to that. They also have some interest in environment and conservation because of the island location of Cuba. And uh, you mentioned the island location of Cuba. It's often right in the crosshairs of hurricanes. But one thing I thought was really interesting, you mentioned that there's a tremendous concern down there uh, for earthquakes. It's something we don't really hear much about. I was a little surprised when you told me that. That's true. I was a little surprised, too. That they, uh, Cuba has a project underway with NOAA uh, to work on hurricane detection and and uh, and and then follow up on the strength of the hurricanes with with sensors and and uh, computer programs and software that uh, NOAA has. But they're also interested in earthquake prevention and detection. Uh, anything that has to do with the risk from uh, natural or human disasters. So it's an interest to the civil engineers because Cuba does have a pretty strict building code uh, to uh, to address that earthquake and also the hurricane uh, disaster. Uh, threats. Yeah, that it, that is very interesting. Well, John, do you see a role that IEEE could play in advancing science diplomacy in Cuba? Chris, I do. The technical societies and perhaps our educational activities have opportunities in Cuba 
the societies uh, can leverage their their knowledge in areas like engineering and medicine, biology, our life sciences efforts. Power and energy is a big topic uh, uh, with Cuba, as well as geoscience and remote sensing and oceanic engineering. So that I think our societies can play a role there in inviting uh, Cuban scientists and engineers to our conferences, also participating collaboratively on research articles or uh, any anything to do with our publications. So uh, I, I do think there's opportunities there. And education, uh, Cuba is also interested in sort of upgrading their uh, STEM education to be able to compete globally uh, with other uh, other countries on the science and engineering front. Yeah, that is uh, that is all very interesting, and uh, I understand we don't have any members down there. Hopefully, we can we can maybe make some inroads in that in that area. No, we did not have any uh, members on record when I looked, uh, but that's one of the opportunities we have is to offer low cost e memberships uh, where. Uh, Cuban scientists and engineers can access our information electronically. Since travel restrictions have lifted, there, there's still a great deal of difficulty in, in the travel. So the electronic membership would be a great opportunity, I think, for our uh, association to, to offer. Well, John, I appreciate you uh, coming in and giving us a briefing on your meeting that you attended on IEEE's behalf. And hopefully, if you have any updates in the future. I'd love to have you come back and let us know what's going on. I'll do that, Chris. Thank All right. you. Thank you. Time now for Georgia Stelluto with the IEEE USA conference calendar. And the beat goes on here in the nation's capital, and it's time now for your IEEE USA conference update. On the 19th through the 23rd of October, attend the 2015 International Conference on Connected Vehicles and Expo, ICCVE in Shenzhen, Guangdong, China, in the Hong Kong area. ICCVE is the world's premier connected vehicles conference that gathers all the relevant communities together. During the five-day conference, experts, practitioners, and policymakers from all around the world will present the latest innovations and advances on connected vehicles, share experiences and insights, forecast trends and opportunities, and discuss policy, economics, and social implications. The Shenzhen Municipal Government will host ICCVE 2015. It is the world's most searched conference in the domain of connected vehicles, rated number one in Google search results, and is IEEE's flagship conference in the domain of connected vehicles. Expected attendance is more than 1,500 participants from more than 50 countries. Topics of interest will include wireless communications and vehicular networking, Noble Internet and the Internet of Things, Cooperative Driving, Intelligent and Autonomous Vehicles, Automotive Electronics and Automatic Control, Transportation and Connected Vehicles, and Smart Personal Vehicles. Other upcoming conferences of note in 2015 are the IEEE Women in Engineering Summit USA East on the 6th through 8th of November in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Carbon Management Technology Conference on the 17th through the 19th of November in Sugarland, Texas, in the Houston area, the IEEE Signal Processing in Medicine and Biology Symposium on the 12th of December in Philadelphia, PA, and the IEEE International Conference on Wireless for Space and Extreme Environments, WISE, W-I-S-E-E, on the 14th through the 16th of December in Orlando, Florida. Put these conferences on your calendar. For more information on upcoming conferences, go to IEEEUSA.org slash conferences. 
Hope you can attend some of these exciting conferences and events. Remember, connecting and networking with your peers is one of your most valuable professional tools. Don't miss these great opportunities. I'm Georgia Stelluto for IEEE USA. IEEE members who completed the 2015 salary survey are entitled to five free uses of the IEEE USA salary calculator. This online tool helps you benchmark your salary and benefits against other professionals in your job specialty and things such as age, years in the profession, and geographic location. Members who would like more uses can purchase additional five-use packages. This is a member-only benefit. Search for IEEE USA and Salary Service for more information and to get your free uses of the salary calculator. In addition, members and human resources professionals can purchase an unlimited annual subscription to the salary service. This provides companies access to the IEEE USA salary calculator so they can set competitive compensation packages to recruit and retain engineering and IT professionals. IEEE USA Salary and Benefits Survey e-reports from 2009 to 2015 are included. The IEEE USA Salary Service combines the power of a large number of respondents with online relational databases, the ability to search on many variables, and sophisticated regression analysis. The IEEE USA Salary and Benefits Survey 2015 edition is the 28th compensation survey the organization has conducted since 1972. IEEE USA's free monthly ebook to members in October is Would Have Liked to Know That, Book 2, Managing Your Manager. Author Maura Schreier-Fleming, chair of the IEEE Consultants Network in Dallas, writes that managers give clues to how you should work with them. In this book, you will learn what those clues are and how they will help you develop effective persuasion strategies for working with your manager. When you use these strategies, you will be more productive, have less stress, and be more likely to get what you want as you work with your manager. From October 1st through November 15th, IEEE members can download a complimentary copy of this ebook by going to IEEE USA Shop and using promo code October Free. A complimentary monthly ebook is just one of the many benefits of IEEE membership. The IEEE USA Shop site has many ebooks available for download at a free or reasonable cost. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I'm Chris McMains in Washington, wishing you and your family a wonderful day. This has been the IEEE USA Insight Podcast. Join us again next month as we take a look at news, information, and updates from IEEE USA. If you have feedback you'd like to share, please connect with us by commenting on our IEEE USA Insight article. Send us email at insightpodcast at IEEEUSA.org. Visit Facebook at facebook.com slash IEEEUSA or connect with us at Twitter at IEEEUSA. I'm John Yaglinski. Thanks for tuning in.